we recording? All right, we're recording oh, wow. now. Yeah, so you you can talk about uh, CarPlay. Oh wow. Um, well, hello back, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, this is Gregor. I'm currently coming to you from what looks like to be 90 kilometers from the Swiss border. And surprise, surprise, I'm not in my Volvo. Um, yeah, I rented a car to drive to Switzerland, and the car is amazing. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, we should mention, too, that Gregor's normal car might be making him think this car is amazing. Yeah, Greg, the Volvo, the Volvo is, I mean, listen, the Volvo has made some impressive trips, though. The Volvo, I don't know if you remember this, Nat, but when I met up with everyone in Greece for the Dimas thing, I had a 12-hour layover in Munich. Greg drove down from Berlin, which is like a six-hour drive, right? Yeah, it's not a show. It's not around the corner. It's not like, yeah, like, oh, you're going to be in my home city. I'll, I'll just swing by. But, yeah, so the Volvo did that drive, and that was three years ago. And the Volvo is still going. Well, and it was not on. a young car. What about the time the Volvo failed on the way to Mark's time? Oh, yeah, the exhaust fell off. It was super loud. It's <laughs> 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 so fucking loud. Oh, yeah. Um and but yeah um i rented a car it's a vw volkswagen tiguan one of these little suvs oh nice it's very brand new it was um like it's from august 2019 and it's pretty nice so for the first time so never in my life have i driven an automatic it's the first time i'm driving automatic guys uh, i already forgot how to learn forgot how to drive manual this is amazing <laughs> completely changes how i view um long trips oh on a long trip yeah automatic especially if you're just sitting on a highway it can be nice i was just sitting on a highway in traffic just stop and go traffic and i was like okay yeah. just let the adaptive cruise control take over basically what i'm doing right now is also just adaptive cruise control all the way so it's doing the turning and stop and accelerate and oh my god Wait, adaptive cruise control or like some sort of autopilot? Because if it does the turning, that's more than adaptive cruise control. Adaptive cruise control is just where it speeds up and slows down. So it's called ACC. I thought it was uh, adaptive cruise control. Well, it might be, but if it's doing the turning for you, that's not adaptive cruise control. Oh, it is. Um, yeah, it's staying in the lane and stuff during turns and yeah. It just forces me to put the hands on the wheel every like twenty seconds. Yeah, that, that's what my Volvo is like. It, it it does the steering for me, but I can't like just sit there and browse on my phone. But honestly, this really changes like how I view long drives now. Like I could definitely see myself. Usually, my limit was like okay, eight hours is what I'm um, willing to drive. But with this, with a car like this, I can do like twelve, fourteen hours, no problem, like easy. Yeah. Not that I want to, but I could do it like easily. Yeah. Whereas with the Volvo, it's, it probably wouldn't survive the next trip to my grocery store. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I'm pretty happy with this one, and it's also pretty uh, reasonably priced. Um, so I'm paying uh, 38 euros per day for this one, which is a pretty good deal, I think. That's great. And you get unlimited miles. Or unlimited unlimited miles, and I also get um, the thing. What is it called when you, if I cause an accident, I don't have to pay anything. Insurance. Basically. Yeah, I mean, it's like a special term for the insurance. It's like um, 
whole Costco and Selbstbeteiligung, which is like sometimes if you cause an accident, there's like you have to pay a thousand bucks, and then above that, the insurance takes over. All right, so, so there's no deductible. No deductible. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So basically, what it sounds like is normally you're driving around in a car that does not have cruise control, that cannot doesn't have do ABS, doesn't have ABS, cannot do long trips, and you're uninsured essentially. So this is <laughs> a big step in all ways. This is a big step up. It honestly is amazing, and it's so quiet. Like, and it has enough power to do to go reasonably fast. So. When I go 180 on my Volvo or 200, 200 is like the maximum. We, we should clarify you're, you're talking in kilometers an hour, just just to clarify. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The kilometers per hour. So if I go 170, 180 in this one, it's still pretty quiet right now. I'm at 150. Really. So, I don't know. I could get used to this. See if it's yeah. in the ATG budget. Well, here's... Well, you know, we could consider opening a warehouse to make make more money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the listeners, um, it was kind of an inside joke from Ned because he wants to start and wants me to start or wants us to start a ATG hooker distribution center in Europe, which may or may not happen this month. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Well, probably, not, probably not this month. Probably not in October. Probably not, no. There's still six days, seven days, uh, three of which Greg will be spending in Switzerland. But maybe, maybe if you uh, throw in a Tiguan to sweeten the deal, that is yeah, the deciding Volvo. factor. Yeah. Maybe if you yeah. just throw in insurance for the Volvo, that would actually be the deciding factor. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about the fact that Greg is, considers insurance to be like an option on cars. I don't know if that's the case. Oh, man. Yeah. So. Well... All right. Well, you know, I guess I'm glad that Gregor's getting a, a taste of like modern life, not a 20. Yeah, this is like a 21st century car, whereas <laughs> the Volvo is like um, one step above like a horse carriage. Yeah, it's it's like a is it a 2003 year Volvo? Four? 2001. Oh, 2001. Okay, so it's. It's about like that makes a big difference. I know, yeah. So, but it's about the same age as CJ. It's a little yeah. bit older than CJ right now. Yeah. yeah. Nina, Nina is younger than Gregor's Volvo. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, all right. Should we talk about weightlifting too? Well, how many hours are you into your drive right now? Um. What time is it now? So I'm in like almost seven and a half or eight hours. If you're that close to the Swiss border, you can't be that far, like, because... Yeah. No, no, I'm, like, I'm way past uh, the Stuttgart, I think. I'm, like, 76 kilometers from the Swiss border, so... I'm going to have to look right, at a so, map right now. Uh, I, I am looking at a map. Uh, you can't be that far. I just, no. I just can't... I don't know how to pronounce anything in, in this way. <laughs> there's no real big town. Oh, there's airport L.A. HR. Wait, where are you? Oh, First yeah. of all, where are you going? What's the name of the town you're going to? Maybe that. Tramelan. Tramelan. Um, Tram- I, I, see, I see you. I see Lar. Yeah, Lar. That's the, I'm passing the airport right now. You're about to go by a place called Rust. That's true. At Tramelan. Wow. So this is. I'm just looking, but this is like a, just a shade under ten hours as a drive. So you you pretty much went um, just like you're you're basically right on the French border right now. That's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm looking at a map. I would basically visit um, the French team as well. Oh, yeah, you're super... Are, you're, you're just basically, like, going parallel to the yeah. border right now. And Tremelon yeah. is basically right on the French border, it looks like, in Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty close. Um, so right now I'm going to a small city right next to Tremelon, like a 10-minute drive. Because the first night, I couldn't get a hotel room at the official... Uh, hotel there so now I'm staying one night at a different hotel and switch over to the other hotel uh, that's the plan oh and yeah the reason I'm driving to Switzerland is um, we have a, a huge national competition <laughs> a bronze level event for the Tokyo 2020 qualifying procedures and a bunch of big names showing up surprisingly yeah, yeah. So we know that Tian Tao and Rostami are going to be there. Uh, you spoiled, okay, you spoiled Rostami. Oh, I shit. Do the Rostami <laughs> thing. But fine, okay. It's Rostami. Well, and we also have, and actually, what I meant to say is we have a Tian Tao. Uh, Marathi. A squad from China. The whole Chinese team is here. That's insane. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. Like, I wonder what the reason was for. Like, why are the Chinese sending people to these like random meets, like the San Diego Open and you know, like the British Open and yeah, uh, And why are they sending like like you know? Isn't is Lee Dian going also? I think. Yeah, I can't remember. Thank you. So like, <laughs> like why why are why are they sending their A team to this? And apparently. The, um, some people told me that the Chinese are sending their A team to Tianjin as well, but uh, I have, I have no idea if like, how that could possibly like. Th there's no way they could possibly be in like good shape to do good numbers. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Lu Zhaojun just weighed in, or if he just did like you know, like one fifty, one eighty, or something. Like, there's no way that someone of his age is going to do big numbers, you know. Do we know why it's called the Challenge 210? By the way, was that like a Steve Galvan CrossFit reference? Or that is, yeah. That's gotcha. They were sponsored. Inspired by, yep. What, what does that mean, Challenge 210? Maybe uh, they want to challenge Tantao to clean drug 210. Which is like a pretty easy. I mean, <laughs> if he's in, <laughs> if he's in like horrific shape, he could probably show up. Yeah. It's just a matter of could he power it, like, <laughs> power clean it. You know? Yeah, maybe exactly. they're challenging Rostami to snatch two ten. He comes ready for the world record one ninety five two ten. Let's talk about this one. So back at Worlds, Rostami bombed, didn't get a result, which technically meant um, he was out of the race for the Olympics because he Well, it didn't technically out. mean that. It means he was probably out. It means we're probably out, right? Yeah. Also, um, saying he bombed is glossing over, like, a real fiasco. But, it, yeah, fair enough. He bombed. But he bombed in, like, amazing fashion. Like, with, that's a a, with a speech. With a speech. <laughs> Incredible fashion, yeah. And um, in a turn of events, we saw him talk to Dr. Ayan, right? The next um, day. The next day. <laughs> so he came up to the judges' table where sometimes... Um, uh, 
IWF VIP personal sits. And it's not really the judges' table. There's, there's um. It's next there's, to the judges or jury table or something, right? There's, there's always two tables. One is the jury table. Yeah. Um, typically, the one on the left is the jury table, and yes. then the, the other one is always. It always has name tags for like the IWF, you know, general secretary and Ion. But in reality, most of the time, there's one or zero people at that table at, at most comp at most sessions. Right. But it's just reserved for in case uh, Dr. Ayan wants to sit down and he has the option to. And yeah, Rostami came up um, to this table and there was some talking going on. We can only... Uh, but, I mean, we don't know what they talked about. I somewhat suddenly... do know what they talked about. Oh, can you talk about it or not? Yeah, because um, I was talking, I was sitting next to the journalist from Iran, and I said, "Hey, what's he talking to him about?" And the journalist from Iran said, um, "He's going to Ayan to ask him to let him be on the team for Switzerland." Ah, okay. So that's that's not even cause any accidents, Gregor. Yeah, don't get in an accident while we're podcasting. <laughs> well, you have insurance, so whatever. Wait, oh yeah, you have insurance. That's fine. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. I, I thought you yeah. were in the Volvo. Just pop it into car. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, and then yesterday before my drive, uh, I looked up uh, Instagram stories, saw Rastami was posting some things, but looked like European train stations. And sure enough, he was on his way to Switzerland as well. And it is now, he's now there. So it's going to be a pretty interesting competition with a showdown between Tian Tao. Kianos Rostami and Sora Murati, who is obviously not in good shape after his surgery, but all the big uh, 96s are there. Wait, so you're telling me that you can tell the difference between Iran train stations and European train stations? <laughs> are you kidding me? I can't tell the difference. To me, they seem pretty, what? pretty much... No, I'm no just kidding. Yeah, I think it's a, <laughs> like a European train station. It's yeah. Definitely. Also, there's um, no desert uh, in the back, so and we all know Iran is all desert. So, so, put it this way: if Rostami is allowed to compete, who do you think will win, Tian Tao or Rostami? Now, keep in mind uh, that, of course, we're not talking about what they're capable of. Let's say at the Olympics, we're talking about in the shape that we're guessing that each one of them is in now. Who do you think would win? Uh, you think Rostami because you think Tian Tao's just kind of showing up just to kind of put some lifts in, get one of his six competitions, and that's it? Um, I think is Rostami had uh, plenty of time to. Is Gregor. Any points? I mean. Is Gregor stuttering or is it just a bad connection? I think Greg is in a. Uh, yeah, some kind of internet hole or something and right now i don't even hear his car wind noise anymore yeah I don't you're, you're breaking there he is wait now he's I back can, i can hear you guys just fine now we hear you yeah yeah so you think rustami why um well because he had time since world championships he knew he could probably compete here so i guess he's prepared for this and he needs some points right he also didn't really have to strain himself a whole lot at Worlds, so he's got that going for him. <laughs> didn't really do anything. Took three yeah. lifts. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think um, I would lean towards Rostami winning as well because Tian Tao has no need for points. Tian Tao has good points now from several competitions, and you know, um, like at this point, Tian Tao is basically just trying to get in one of his. I, I think Tian Tao might just weigh in. I don't even know. Like, who who knows? I, maybe because he's younger, they would have him compete and do some lifts, but like. You know, I don't, I don't you see Tian Tao doing like, you know, two thirty clean and jerk. Yeah. I mean, so. so far, the track record of. Oh, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. I mean, so far the track record of the Chinese team showing up. And we lost Greg. <laughs> and we lost Greg. Oh wait, now you're back. <laughs> oh fuck. Now you're back. Say that again, okay, Greg. I guess. Well, I was saying that, um, okay, let's, this is the last try because you're breaking up for me as well. Um, I was saying that so far the Chinese team has a pretty good track record when it comes to showing up at these competitions, even the small ones, and competing. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes and no. You know, Lu Zhaozun in uh, Tokyo did like 160, 190. So he wasn't really trying there. He wasn't in good shape. He wasn't really prepared for it, etc. But um, but then again, someone like Quang Ting set an unofficial junior world record at the bronze meet in um, San Diego. So, yeah, you know, what 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 exactly they're they're prepared for is probably I think it's going to have a lot more to do with age and necessity than it will with um, you know uh, just like oh, is it a big meet? Is it a small meet? You know. Gotcha. By the way, I'm looking at the start list, and like you weren't kidding. The China sending everyone, like all their top people, <laughs> like well, only guys, right? Uh, all their well, I mean, they're sending uh, like what's your name, Kang Yui is going, oh, and okay. uh, who else? Li Wenwen is going. Why is this not? Oh wait, Li Wenwen's going. I didn't even. Li Wenwen is on the list. Unless I'm crazy, Lee Wen Wen is on the list. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, Kang Yui, yeah. So like, there. I saw her. Yeah. This is nuts. Like, <laughs> this is really. This is like a little. I mean, Shuji Yong, Lu Xiaozhong, we already said, obviously. But yeah, I wonder. I mean, have they done a competition where they've shown up and just weighed in? Because I feel like they've done stuff where they've shown up and taken like an easy day like you said Nap. but well Lu Zhaozun in um in Ningbo, in Ningbo he yeah. did just weigh in he just weighed that in was, that was but I think there was an edge case that yeah that that was um he had a little uh like issue going like family related issue going on that that made it so he basically wasn't training or in shape okay. for that competition so um so basically, in general, the, the Chinese do not do the just weighing in move, as far as I can tell. Yeah. But then again, we've never seen the Chinese at a competition. Oh, sorry, the Chinese A team. We've never seen the Chinese A team at a competition as small as this Tramalan meet. So it's, it's a little bit uncharted territory, but we have seen them at small competitions. We've seen them at the British Open yeah. thing, and we've seen them in San Diego. But that wasn't their A teams. That they were sending like you know, like like I was saying, like Huang Ting or whatever. Um, 
And they, they did send a couple of A-team members, um, in some cases, who did just weigh in. Like, in San Diego, they sent um, Liao Chuyun, who was fresh off of winning her first Worlds in Pattaya, and uh, she just weighed in. So, um, it's not like the Chinese have never done it. A few of the other Chinese, I believe, did just weigh in as well in, in San Diego. So... It's not that the Chinese have never done it, but I get the feeling that the A-team members are not going to be going heavy. Um, just, I, I just don't see how they could, and they have no reason to, because, first of all, their scores are not going to count, because if their scores are counting from a bronze meet, then, then that's a bad sign. Um, and, uh, you know... They, they don't need the points. The the, the eighteen members are, are getting in the top eight, no matter what happens. They're, for them, it's more so a matter of can they get into the top four for China, than than yeah. can they make you know the the you know the, the the standard you know qualification procedure. So, um, unless they're doing it just for, I would qualify it as like kind of like. Uh, you know, just like bragging rights sort of thing. There's just no logical reason for them to go heavy. Yeah, they like to do. They just like to brag a lot. They're known for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Xu Zhi Yong, I would argue, is it maybe in that category, but uh, otherwise, I mean, what's weird about these bronze events is because you can't actually. I mean, there's a lot that's weird about bronze events, but because you can't also set a world record, it's like it's like a local meet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess they could set national records. I don't even know if that's the case. If like you can set a national record at one of these, or why you'd want to, but the, the bronze event, the whole bronze concept is. I guess it just like you've talked about before. The system guarantees people show up, and in theory, could be subjected to drug testing. I think the whole point of a bronze event has very little to do with the actual weightlifting competition because I think there's also less strict rules for bronze events when it comes to like referees and like the, the competition sets and yeah, all, yeah. All I stuff. think number of referees is uh, uh, there's, are there three referees at bronze events? Yeah, there have to be three referees. Yeah. <laughs> three, but I think I think but I, I mean like there's less strict rules like you don't need like like the category one international refs that are, yeah, I, I don't know what the categories are, but someone told me that basically the world record thing and like just everything about the competition, like for instance, rogue plates can be used at bronze events, but they can't be used at silver or gold. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like the, the whole idea is basically just, it's not about the weightlifting really. <laughs> it's about like the, you know, they have like WADA level drug testing there. So it's basically like, Instead of having national level drug testing, they have the WADA level drug testing. Now, you know, you could make an argument for in some countries that might be even less strict than the national. <laughs> but, um, you know, I don't really know that much about the drug testing to really say what is and isn't strict. But the whole point is, is that this is like, this is the point of it. It's really about the showing up and um, and being tested uh, outside of your country, sort of thing. Guys, you guys can talk for a second. I need to let my dogs out because they're going to otherwise whine the entire time I'm podcasting. I'll be right back. All right. All right. So, other people on the list, uh, there's a couple of people from Team USA, um, notably Alex Lee and um, 
Taylor Turner. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Anybody else who's okay. um um I believe Kaiser is on the list. Oh, okay. Um Kaiser is on the list, from, yeah. From, from Canada and even South Korea. People from Crossfit Basel could be big. Dude, there's a hook grip. Switzerland is gonna get so much footage out of this. <laughs> wait, 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 did, did we did we come up with a deal for uh, for the? Or, are we are we gonna negotiate gonna, that live on the podcast? I'm just gonna up, update stuff for free on hook grip uh, Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me the credentials. Okay. Uh, All right. I'll set. Oh, I should put my hands on the on the steering wheel. I like that. Yeah. So we keep hearing the beeping, and I, I was assuming that is uh, the car saying "Stop podcasting" yeah. and put your hands on the steering wheel. So. Literally saying that. Greg, you, you you already got a Tiguan out of the deal in this podcast. So see what you can hold out for for hook grip. Is there hook grip Switzerland? <laughs> There is a hooker of Switzerland, but I think it has about five videos, and like I think four of them are Nora. So it's essentially oh, the yeah. hook grip equivalent of this podcast in terms of audience. It's like Greg's mom and yep. uh, a couple people from CrossFit Basel. Do so you think Jonas listens? Country hook grips. <laughs> what about country hook grips? Oh, country hook grips. Um, do you have the hook grip Switzerland shirts printed already? Um. I actually have the artwork up on my screen right now. That's what I'm doing while we're podcasting, by the way, because I told people I would put these shirts up this afternoon, oh. and uh, it's it's quite a lot of work to do do all the artwork <laughs> for all these shirts. Like, so uh, how I, many countries do you have right now? What's that? How many countries do you have right now for artwork? Um, it depends how you define it. How many? logos do I have made, or how many ones do I have made where I have the text below it? Um, how many countries are ready to be printed on garments? Um, by, by about 5pm today, the answer should be about 80. Nice. So, that's a, um, it's like a third of the world, I think, right? Uh... Yeah, I mean... To, to be fair, you know, we have very little of Africa, for instance. Like, we have, um, I believe, Algeria, Tunisia, Egypt, South Africa, and that... Oh, maybe Libya, too. I don't remember. Um, but, yeah, very, very little of, uh, of Africa. So there's certain continents that we're, um, I guess, ignoring. Um, but, you know, that's mainly just due to lack of participation in international weightlifting. No Cameroon yeah, yet? Guys. Cameroon is one that I should do um, just because they do have Cameroon is uh, a rare case of an uh, active African nation in, in weightlifting. There are a couple... Cameroon, Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah, we do have Nigeria, sorry. We do have Nigeria. And actually, Nigeria has been printed before. Really? Oh, right. Yeah. I remember, was it the fan who showed up in, in was it Ningbo? No. No, he was in Batumi. Batumi? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, so Nigeria, I mean, put it this way, Nigeria got printed before Germany got printed. <laughs> wow. Okay. So. Um, yeah, hey. so guys, next time you want to buy an ATG shirt on Ukrip store, um, hop on over and look through the Hook Country shirt section. It's expanding. 
quickly. It is expanding fast, um, and it's going to expand. Uh, I would say exponentially in the in the future. Um, so, how has Hook Grip Italy been doing? Or the Hook Grip? Have you sold any of the Italian shirts? The Solvento Pesi ones? Yeah, we've um, we've sold. You know, I can't remember the exact number because there's so many and whatever. But I have some idea because I've actually been doing most of the printing. Um, I would say that there's been somewhere in the range of five Italy shirts sold, but maybe maybe six. I can't remember. Um, so it's definitely not one of the, or it, it, you know, it's not like the leader because that's clearly Philippines, but. Um, Who knew? Did you expect Philippines to be the leader? You know, I knew that we would sell a good number of them because uh, I get messages about Philippines-related stuff all the time. And it's also a lot to do with the fact that there's a lot of Filipinos in the U.S. Um, But the thing is, too, that the Filipinos in the U.S. are just very supportive of their their country or whatever whereas uh-huh. some countries don't really care like even though there's a lot of say um uh armenians in the u.s too i don't actually think that many armenians are going to buy the shirt no i did have one person who bought a bunch of them but in general i don't expect the armenian shirt to sell that well because a lot of armenians while they support Armenia in theory, they're not necessarily like nationalistic enough to, to like buy the shirt. So, um, and I, that, you know, that's nothing bad about Armenians or nothing good about Filipinos. It's just kind of like the culture. Like the Filipinos are just very uh, supportive, I guess is the right way to put it. Um, yeah. But but so I knew I knew we would sell a lot of Filipinos, but it's actually been more than I would have thought. It's I think we're up to like forty or fifty Filipino shirts at this point. It's like God, it's it's um it's to the point where I kind of wish I screen printed it, but you know it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm pulling into a gas station right now because in order for me to legally drive. In Switzerland, I have to buy one of these little <laughs> vignettes that you put on your windshield. Um, Wait, how do you even I, know that? I googled it. Wait, what do you I need googled, to put on the windshield? A little sticker that um, basically it's like they have toll roads, I think. Oh, is it something that charges it? I think that's what it does. I'm not even sure. It might just be. Um, you have to get it, and then you're allowed to drive, and then you have to pay extra for the toll roads. These these are just like country scams. So we either do this in, uh, is it Slovenia, right next to Croatia, or I forget what it was. When I was with Jonas once, you had to like get this little sticker to put in your windshield, and it cost like. I don't know, 20 or 30 euro or whatever. Like it was super cheap. But if you forgot, it was 180. Like 120. Yeah, it was yeah. 180 euro fine. Yeah. And you just, yeah. but you just forget because you just like get your rental car and you're going and there's no signs that say like, hey, remember, this is your last like plate. Because you have to just know like, oh, we have to pull off at some random gas station and pick up this uh, item right. or whatever. And so we totally forgot. And here's the thing. So Gregor told me that a couple of years ago he drove to, was it? Austria or Switzerland 
oh wow, this guy in front of me backed up into a sign. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, Jesus keeps... Okay, wow. He just drives on. Nice. Um, was, by the way, there was a Swiss driver who did that. He's probably got insurance. He's okay. Yeah. Maybe we should take a photo of this. Um, so Greg um, got one of these stickers and only put it on like halfway because he wanted to take it off more easily. And then he got like... Um, uh, what is it, a ticket, like one month later for 120 euros because uh, the traffic cameras, they can zoom in that much, they can see, oh, this thing is not put on fully. It's only oh put God. on halfway. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's really, that's how they make a lot of money, I think. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like a money-making scheme, I think. Yeah. All right, I'm going to head in. Um, I'm going to leave this thing up. Or maybe can I call you guys back? No, we'll just stay on because, like, what we we had so much trouble getting this started. We might as well just keep it going. All right, then we do this. Okay, then you guys keep talking. I hope it stays on. Um, it should okay. stay on, right? Yeah. Well, I guess. Are you turning the car off? Yeah, the car's turned off. But the car the car's off right no, now. No, but your your phone will will keep going. Like, if you disconnect from Apple CarPlay, your phone doesn't just sh- turn off the call. <laughs> right. It doesn't reboot. No. All right, guys. See you in a second. I guess we'll find out if Greg disappears. Yeah. yeah. If he never comes back, we'll know. Hey, by the <laughs> way, we should mention that Gregor was just talking about himself in the third person where he was talking about Gregor. Yeah, that can That's be confusing for people. That's true. That's Gregor. All right. Gregor always talks about himself in the third. Anyone who's never been around Gregor wouldn't know this, but yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never used a first-person pronoun. It's just yeah. uh, he's, he's like always like Gregor hungry. <laughs> oh yeah, he doesn't use verbs either. Just Gregor hungry. Yeah, yeah, he's like John Kerry from uh, 2004. Gregor believes yeah. in this. Yeah, Gregor's best friend, his closest and longest friend, I think. Well, other than us, other than us, exactly. Yeah, uh, is also named Gregor. Yeah. So, unless you know that, that can be a little confusing. Like, why is Gregor talking about a ticket he got? So, I guess, yeah, Gregor, his best friend. And his last. Everyone in his town is named Gregor. Everyone, his dad is also named Gregor. His mom, one of our old fans, one of our only fans, is Gregora, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're all. The town itself is called Gregor. It's not actually Berlin. Yeah. So, pretty much, pretty much everyone. Yeah. All right. So what what are we talking about with other weightlifting stuff? I don't know. I, well, I don't even know. Uh, so what else is going on at this point? I mean, Rostami, I feel like, was the biggest story. Uh, you know, literally just showing up in Switzerland and hoping to lift. I'm curious to see how this actually goes. Yeah. I Well, he's not on the list. So No, he is 100% not on that list. Yeah, that, that's the odd part. Um you know, if they do let him lift, then you know what? Like, are the, that that would just be like, are there any rules as to whether you have to be on a start list, <laughs> like, or whether you have to be on an entry list? Like, that would be kind of odd if um, if if they do let you lift. You know, it would it would seem like a little bit corrupt for the sport. I would say if in an know, otherwise snow white pure sport yeah Yeah. i mean just a a total aberration in terms of the sport's integrity never ever expect something like this i think i hear a greg coming back 
I'm back, guys. Is this is this original yeah. Greg or is this his best friend Greg? Could be. This is fake. Fake. This is it's Greg, Greg from the trunk. Yeah. All right, you guys talk for a second. One of my dogs just came in and he might have dragged something inside, so I have to go check on that right now. Oh my nice. God. Maybe he um, got it. So, so I bought one of these um, stickers and it was forty euros. Oh really? Are you gonna put it all the way on or halfway on? Halfway, of course. Gotta try. Now I'm. The thing is, I read before that there's one for like 10 euros for like a week, but this one is for one whole month. So I might have overpaid, but it was the only one they had available. So, so here's my question: Do people? Okay. Yep. I know people in Switzerland can. A lot of them are like multilingual. Do they speak French and German? What do they speak? They speak a variant of German. German. Okay, but do, do a lot of them know French too, because I've seen them talking French to people at meets. Oh yeah, well, there's... They definitely speak more than one language, like, like most of the Europeans. But I think in some parts of Switzerland, the official language is French? Could that be true? Maybe somebody could Wikipedia this. Yeah, I have no idea. There's some countries that I'm a little confused about their language. Like, for instance, in Belgium, I know that some of them speak French, and some of them speak I don't even know what the other language is, but there's some sort of, like, Belgian uh, variant, which is, like, some combination of, like, Dutch and French and some other stuff. I, I, I really don't know. Like, I'm just kind of talking out of my butt right now, but... Um, hmm. But, okay, so uh-huh. you're saying most Swiss people speak a variant of German. Yeah. Can you they understand them? Svi- not that they talk fast. Um, probably not. I can understand maybe... 60-50%. It's called Switzerdeutsch, I think. <laughs> and it's like a very heavy dialect. Guys, how do you put on these stickers? Like, isn't it... How am I going to put this on a windshield when there's only one side that's sticky and it's the back side? Uh, I'm, I'm struggling. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you put it on the inside of the windshield. Yeah. That's what I was... That's what I was thinking, but it looks like I have to do it from the outside. Oh, so I guess that goes on the outside. Uh, is it? I should say. Is this the case? Give me a second. I'm gonna have to read this. Yeah. Is it actually a uh, Swiss company that's doing IWF Media now? Am I mistaken, or is that? That's true. They are based in Geneva. Yeah. Okay. So, is the English spoken in Switzerland as good as the English on the IWF's <laughs> recent Instagram <laughs> posts? Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, maybe you should explain what you're referring to. There were some great posts in the past uh, two days, a couple of days. So this is this is my favorite IWF post of all time, uh, and 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 I say that even though Greg and Nat have done some really amazing IWF posts. But this was a few days ago. Do you, I'm assuming they changed it. Have you guys checked the IWF page? Uh, no. I haven't. Maybe it's still up. I have no idea. But uh, so just to give you, I'll actually post a picture of this, I guess, when I post a podcast. It's a a nice picture of uh, uh, Sima Martirosian of Armenia, clean and jerking 230. (laughs) And and it actually says under him, because it's from the broadcast, it says uh, Simon Martirosian. So it has his name in the picture. And you clearly see him. And the caption, I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to read it without comment. Gormenazian arrived second at the IWF World Championships in Patea three weeks ago with a total of 460 kg lifted. Did the Armenian weightlifter impress to you? 
Oh my god. I mean, to be fair, they got the number right, so he did total 460. Gorman Asian, did, who is not in the photo, did total 460. No, that's that's absolutely correct. They got the country right. Um, they got the sport right. So I guess there's a lot to like. Yeah. They, I mean, it's, it sounds to me like they got everything right that you need to get right. Just... I mean, really, look, you know, as long as we overlook the fact that it's the wrong athlete uh, and the fact that the athlete's name was actually in the photograph, everything else was was pretty much accurate. Spot on. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, ho- I really hope that that's not a Swiss company because... Um, like that that just the, the quality of some of those recent posts is just not not really up there. And I think the next day they misspelled Ritvar's name, is that correct too? Or? Yeah, they wrote Ritvar. Oh, and that's when I lost it and uh yeah. So I'm starting my drive again by the way. And Greg so. took matters in his own hands and was like, That's it, I'm Yeah, I'm gonna uh, they never tag anybody. I don't know why. So I jumped in, edited the name and then tagged Ritvar's. Um Alright, let's accelerate a bit. So you basically just hacked the, their Instagram. Yeah. So let's see. Oh my god, wait a minute, guys, this is amazing. Um, is it still up? It's still <laughs> It's still up. It's <laughs> it's still up. So this is great. So anyone um and I'm assuming it'll still be up by the time I post this. So anyone it's who up. wants to see this nobody's taking care of it right now. Yeah, this is this is great. Uh and, and like paying a company a lot of money to to do that stuff. Well and what's even better is again, literally Sima Martirosian's name is in the video that they are showing, and several people have commented on the fact that this is not gore, including somebody who said, because like, uh, you know, one person, Gerfling, Gerfling said, gore looks different here. So maybe you could, you know, maybe that's not clear, right? Oh, I I don't get the joke. But then Maron Heavy Athletics, Yasha said, this is not gore. I mean, that's, that's pretty straightforward. So, but it's it's still up. That's awesome. That's, uh... Awesome. It, lots of, in fact, Koha commented. I think there was a little mistake. Written is about Gormanazian, but in video it's Simon Martirosian. So yeah, several people have actually commented. Uh, <laughs> I mean, comments are great. Literally, <laughs> literally, like a, a dozen. People. <laughs> so uh, uh, Harry, Harry from Ireland oh, yeah. said, "You need someone better running your Instagram." <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a tactic. Um, they just want to get more engagement, more comments on the post. This so. is, I mean, there's this is an, there's another post that just said this is not gore. Somebody just says wrong guy. Please tell me this is a joke. Who runs this page? It's Simon. Man, gore lost some weight. <laughs> Uh, that's not gore, you clowns. His Simon Martirosium, and he became first. Uh, so, you know, yeah, a, a number of people have uh, pointed this out. But um, I guess that's not high on their priority. I guess, you know, priority one is getting Rostami on this start list, somehow, like, retroactively making it look like he has been quali- or entered all along. Priority two yeah. is figuring out uh, who Gore Minasian is. So I just commented on that. <laughs> what did you? I didn't see it. What did you say? Check check it out. 
I just, I mean, what's interesting is, I guess if you, like, if you haven't, if you're not paying attention, I, I could see how this stays up, but, like, people actually uh, tagged them and said, hey, it's wrong. So are they just ignoring what's being yes. tagged? I guess so, yeah. For some reason, yeah. your comment is not showing up. Nah. Unless, um, I, they don't do it... Uh, Maybe Ned has a shadow band. Yeah, maybe I'm shadow banned. A lot of troll comments. Ooh. But it said there were 60 comments, and so it should show up. But I also, uh, Instagram does weird things with how it shows comments. I'm checking from another account to see if my comment shows up. So it's great that everyone can now go check this out, because really... Uh, also, I you know, we, we glossed over... Did the Armenian weightlifter impress to you? And it's worth pointing out that English is officially the language of the IWF, of the, weightlift, the International Weightlifting Federation. Uh, the Instagram account might Wait, you're not... right, might. Wait, hold on, Greg. Next time you can log into IWF, see if Hook Grip is shadow banned. Oh, I wish I could do that right now. I mean, I still have... Uh... Hold on, I can check. I probably I had the login as of Fiji, but I think I deleted it. I don't remember it. But anyway, yeah, I, I usually take it off just so I don't get any. Uh, so I'm gonna look at. About... I'm gonna look at IWF now. It's great podcast material, by the way. <laughs> I mean, really, this post is uh, this post by them is great stuff. Everyone should check this out. Um. Yeah, I I'm scrolling down on the ATG hooker or ATG account, and I'm not seeing a hookup comment. What the heck? Nice oh, I'm just I'm just watching the videos that Gregor sent me on uh, Instagram. <laughs> You're just seeing them now. Oh. Of the uh, of the Tiguan. Yeah. Yeah. I was super excited. <laughs> That's why you see oh. Greg, and hear Greg in the background now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the license plate in front of you was STD. <laughs> That's why I took a video of it. <laughs> so what else is, aside from uh, the amazing IWF Instagram account and Rostami sneaking his way into this competition, what else is happening in weightlifting? And hook grip shirts, country shirts, Greg opening up hook grip Europe uh, totally against his wishes and getting a yeah. car out of it. <laughs> Totally against. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm totally against his wishes as appropriate. I think it's it's um, someone that something he definitely wants. Uh, <laughs> maybe like ninety percent. White and black HTG script logo shirt on hookup store now. There is, yeah, which we didn't have, but it was uh, a bunch of people had at Worlds, despite the fact that it was not on the hookup store. But now it is on the hookup yep. store. Well, stuff at Worlds very rarely comes from the hookup store because I usually am basically completely overloaded and sending stuff to other people. Including myself, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're one of my mules. I carried a bunch of... Uh... It was great, though. On the way back, I had so much room in my suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is it. My suitcases felt so light, too. But you got a phone By the way, another... I did get a phone case out of it, yes. Yeah. Another great advantage of... 
doing the drive-in versus flying is I, I brought everything on this trip, like all the lenses. I brought all my chargers. I didn't even select stuff I need to bring. I just literally brought it all. And it's so <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah, it's nice to not have to worry about that. And it's also nice to, like, you don't have to lug stuff to the competition because you just have everything, like, kind of in your trunk. And then you don't right. have to worry about, like, if you bring the wrong thing in, you just run back outside and get the, the right thing. <laughs> exactly. And I have the ATG shop with me. Also yeah, you nice. can just bring everything. You can bring the whole store. Yep, HG stores with me. Um, I brought the cool keychains. The oh, nice. Ones. Yeah. Nice. I need one of those. So what's the actual schedule like for the competition? So he, that's the thing. Um, they it's released on the it. Yeah, they released it. It's... It's not in gr- it's in groups, right? But not in weight classes. But here's the thing, yeah. So I'm looking at it, and uh, like Lee Wen Wen is in a session with Lee Dai In, yeah, and Chin Fulin and Lee Fa Bin. So something like not to switch the bar. They just is that they're just doing it mixed. Are they doing it by like entry total or something, or is it by weight class? Like, I wonder if they know that Lee Wen Wen's not a guy. It's entirely possible. <laughs> I, I mean, really, yeah. No, I. <laughs> total and like, oh my god. Maybe they think Lee Wen Wen is Gormenas Yan, and yeah, uh, so that's why they put her in that session. Yeah, I and I don't know. It's strange looking at it at the start list. Um, if I had known it like a couple of hours earlier, because they sent it to me at like midnight, like three hours after I booked my hotels, I would have arrived just on Saturday. Oh, because everybody. Uh, all the big guys are lifting on Saturday, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. I think... Yeah. So I'm going through, like... Yeah, it looks like, like all, pretty much all of China. Of Switzerland. Yeah. 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 Saturday. Yeah, Liu Xiaomin. Um, where else? Chen Lijun. Qian Tao is Saturday. So is it... Just Saturday? Is, it, is there any lifting on Sunday? No, right? Yeah. No. So it's just Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, Friday is like literally, it's like Tramalan, Hook Grip, uh, Basel, Monaco, or CrossFit Basel, rather. Uh, yeah, so, well, you'll have a day to check out Tramalan, I guess. No, he's shooting videos for uh, Hooker. Ah, right. Fuck. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I have to shoot videos for Hooker Switzerland. Damn it. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) Come on, Gregor. Papa's always trying to argue um, for Gregor to not work for Hooker Switzerland. (laughs) So now I'm off the highway and driving to some little town. Interesting. Interesting. I hope I'm not missing any turns here. You're you're following like GPS or something. I'm assuming, right? No, no, I, I remember I used it when I started ten, ten hours ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's, nice. that's what I mean, it, cool. it's a pretty straightforward drive if I'm looking at it. As long as yeah, you're. I mean, the last part is. I'm near Karlsruhe now. I think Lurach. Collegeville, you said. Karlsruhe. Uh, I don't know. I, I gotta zoom in a bit. You still have, you crossed the border, right? 
No, 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 still Germany. I okay. have to cross it in like a little bit. I think it looks like it's interesting. So, are you gonna go right through um, Basel? Uh, yeah, maybe. I on on my map, you are, but I don't know. Maybe okay. as you're taking a different way. I know. I think I'm heading towards Basel still. Okay, you can't be that far away then, based on where you were before. Like, I'm just looking at the number of miles here, and, like, you should have, based on where you were before, if you were going through Basel, you should have already been through it. Yeah. So Greg uh, might be might be lost right now. Also, yes. No, no, no. I'm still on track, according to Google Maps here. What what Guys, city, what, are, you can, or what, can, what, what, what was the most recent know. city you drove by? See, there weren't any, like, big cities. Uh, no, no, what, okay, what was the most recent town name of any type? That you drove by. Uh, was it Riegel or something? Maybe. What? Riegel. What the fuck is this town called? Um, this is by far the most compelling content yeah. imaginable. <laughs> I, 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 I do see um, Regal um, Kaiser Stuhl. Yeah. So maybe Greg's yeah, by yeah, there. I passed, I passed Kaiserstuhl a while ago. Okay, yeah, so he's so passed there. I'm saying, a little country road. What I'm saying is, is that if you... <laughs> he's on a country road? If, if you Do are you going... The, uh, look for the highway number five that's headed towards Basel. Yeah, you should be on five. Yeah, highway five I'll be on five like in like road. one kilometer. What? Maybe, oh wait, maybe because he got off the highway? Did you get off the highway to get something? No, 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 no. I've... I followed the directions like to T. So in 1.6 right. kilometers, I'm joining the Autobahn Five towards Basel. Okay. Something something weird's going on. Anyway, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. You guys can talk about um, the the warehouse <laughs> right. in Germany and stuff. So it, the Google Maps actually took you off Autobahn Five. Yeah. yeah. All right. That uh, that's interesting. Because on and it's telling me it's. One hour forty minutes um, till I'm there. Till you arrive at so Tramalan. Should I drive um, at my hotel? Yeah, which is like ten minutes from Tramalan. Okay. So the question is, should I drive to Tramalan and try the media, try to get my media accreditation? Just as a joke, because it never works. <laughs> uh, nah. I mean, you might as well go to the hotel, right? Like. Huh. You you have literally all day tomorrow to figure. It. I, I guess it, you know if you get there early enough, you might as well try to did get you look, it. But did you see the schedule when the session start? I have the schedule open right now. So the first schedule okay. is like it's eight something tomorrow. Not the first is. Uh, it looks like it's at four thirty tomorrow. The first session. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Sixteen thirty. I mean, this is it. Unless I have like the wrong page or schedule or something, but this says, I think this came out October thirteenth, and it's the most recent one. Uh, so yeah, this looks like four thirty. You know, weigh in three fifteen, uh, and match four thirty. This doesn't make any sense. That's supposed to be two hours before, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> Rules, you know, this is, <laughs> this is, 
So interestingly, the B, or it's not B, the bronze level events, and I'm not saying this is going to happen here, and I guess you can, I don't I don't know what the rules are around, like, adjusting way in time before uh, competition starts and whatnot, but bronze level events can have their bronze status or qualifying status revoked, revoked right? yeah. after the fact. Yeah, so if they find out that there's some shenanigans or, or something that isn't quite up to snuff, you can actually lose a bronze level qualifying event. So uh, as an athlete, that's something, and again, I don't think that's going to happen. I'd be really surprised if it happens anywhere, but it, it is a possibility. Interesting. So, so right now I'm back on the highway number five headed with Basel. Okay. How far are you from Ooh. Basel? Does it say? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't does say the distance towards Basel. It just tells me I have to be on this highway for like 50 kilometers. Okay. Which I think uh, is where the I guess so, yeah. I mean, if you're only an hour, you might... Yeah, that's... That's got to be pretty close. So yeah. what... Is this going to be then the most, from a team perspective, one of the more impressive of these bronze events? Because it has all of China. Like, is... Do we know who's going to be. Peru? And I mean, Toma's going to Peru, right? Toma's going to Peru. A bunch of the, obviously the Colombians are going to Peru. Yeah. Um, then a bunch of people are going to the Turkey one. Oh, the Naim Sulaymanolu one. Yeah. Yeah, there's another bronze one in France, I think. Yep. Maybe it was silver. No, it was bronze, right? Actually, um, the Turkey one is uh, a silver event. Okay, so yeah, yeah, it's the Latvians will go there. They told me so. Okay, and the the Lima one is also silver. Jeez. Yeah, oh, it's so. a Grand Prix. That's why. So is Rome silver? Um, I'm not sure. There was another one that's like one week before after Rome, right? Yeah, Rome is a oh. silver event. Oh, wow. All right, I'm back. Okay. Is... We're just then talking I'm about. On the right. Sorry. Greg is back on Highway 5, so all is right in the world. He's, oh, good. Right. Yeah. Has he has he gone through Basel yet? No, he's like 50 oh. kilometers away or something like that. What's he, 58? 50 kilometers. 50, 5-0. What, what in the world? <laughs> uh, my map's got to be wrong, because like, I'm looking at the scale on this map, and all right, I don't know. Can I send my location on this, this one? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to send my location in, in our group chat. Okay. And I oh, I got it. Yeah. Let me compare this to what I've got on my <laughs> Greg tracker. <laughs> okay. I see where you are. Yeah, he's he's not quite as far along, I guess, as we thought. Oh, well, hold on a second. The, the town... Yeah, so... Okay. Yeah, I, I got you. So you, you have not really okay. reached the area that I thought that you were in. Okay. But am I on the same road that you got yeah. uh, was suggested? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're um you're just a little ways back. Um, yeah. So, Gotta all right. Got to gas here. So we were just talking about some of the big meets coming up, and uh, I didn't realize, but uh, a bunch of these are actually silver. So Peru and Argentina 
are silver events. There's a turkey one, silver. And then the Rome Cup is also silver. You know, I believe that um, in order for something to be silver, it either needs to be kind of like a high-level meet. Like, for instance, the European under-23s is a silver meet. Yeah. Whereas the people lifting at European juniors, it's a gold meet. Um, but I think the other rule for the silver meet is that a lot of them need to be, like... Uh, Grand Prix or World Cup events would often mean like prize money and a very costly meet to hold. Okay. Um, for instance, like the the meet in Peru is a silver meet, but that's that's gonna have like like the 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 um you know the guy the guy who's basically in charge of weightlifting in Peru. I was I saw him on the way to Fiji, and we were talking about the meet in Peru um, when I saw him in the LA airport. And he basically told me that, like, the minimum cost to hold a Grand Prix, even if you get a super cheap venue, is, like, north of 500 k Wow. Um, because you have to give out prize money, you have to pay for a lot of people's trips, and you have to do a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm not sure how some of these meets become silver meets, because I don't know that, like, do you think the Italian Federation is throwing 500 k at a meet? Uh, I would be exceptionally surprised. I would be surprised, and I don't know this, but I would be surprised if their annual budget were much more than 500k. Now, maybe it is, but they do not have a lot of athletes, and I mean, Italy is a different situation, right? Because their athletes are often part of like uh, government jobs, but I would be really surprised. But you know, I don't know. I mean, if the Peruvian guy says that's what you got to throw at it, then I you would have to imagine that somehow they came up with 500k, right? Like, Well, here's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering... Um, I'm just going to look at the competition schedule real quick and look at the documents for that. Because it'll say stuff like, these people get invited, this is the prize money. Let me just see if there is prize money. In, are, are we talking about which were... Like, aren't there two meets in Rome? Oh, uh, wait, no, the one. We're talking about the one in January, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Let's see. Um, I'm, I'm looking to see... Alright, well, I don't see any prize money listed here, so I guess that's why... I guess that's why it doesn't count as a Grand Prix or something? Why the Rome one doesn't? Yeah, I guess there's a difference. So a Grand Prix event is the ones with prize money. Like, okay. see how the if you look at the Lima event in November, that says Grand Prix. Yeah. Um. You know what I should do? I should look to see if those flights ever opened up. Um. <laughs> so. Uh. Okay, but here's what's weird. I'm looking at the Tianjin meet, which says World Cup which is a silver event in December, and that one does have the prize money. Whereas the Rome one... Let's see. No, there's no mention of... Uh, there's no mention of prize money in the Rome regulation. Yeah. So I wonder how they got that to be a World Cup without the prize money stuff. So update, uh, Waze is telling me to take a different exit than Google Maps. Who should I trust? 
going with Waze, even though Waze, Waze? Owns Go or Google owns Waze, but Waze, okay, interesting. Is Waze actually better than Google Maps? See, I like Waze because Waze tells you more. It tells you stuff like where there's like police and stuff like that, and when cars are on the highway, and it, it, it also tells you the speed limit, which I like. Ooh, that's yeah. nice. I've never and used I have Waze. A speed limit on the on the. Um, the windshield, like it has a heads-up display with the speed limit. Okay. But uh, one thing I don't like about Waze is uh, it doesn't have um, the lane thingy that Google Maps has, where it tells you, "Oh, get in the rightmost lane to take turn or something." Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of missing. It's better to just cut across, everyone. Yeah, just go. Yeah. You got, Greg, you got insurance. What are you worried about? Yeah, can. <laughs> so, <laughs> Right. You're, you're getting a new Do car it. in a week anyway from Hook Grip, so from Hook Grip Europe. So it's really, it's totally nothing it's to worry about. It's a great trip. Shaping <laughs> up to be fantastic. Oh yeah, Waze is taking me places here. Okay, Waze is always very aggressive when it comes to avoiding um, more so than Google Maps. Yeah, when it comes to avoiding like speed uh, or like, traffic issues. I'm reading the Rome uh, the regulation, and Gregor will be uh, not surprised to know that the first thing that jumped out at me is that it says Turple Room, not Triple Room. <laughs> <laughs> Turple. Can't spot a typo from, uh, from 10 miles off. <laughs> Turple I think that maybe room. being a proofreader was, was maybe my what I should have done with my life, because I used to yeah. do that for my friend, too. My friend uh, would, would make, like, blog posts. And he would literally email me his blogs. This was like way back in the poker days. But he would email me his blogs, and I would just look through. I'd be like, yeah, you're good to go, or no, you're not good to go. You know what's funny, though? I make a ton of spelling errors when I'm writing, because I don't, I don't review what I write. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's, it's not that I can't s spot it. It's just that I don't review what I write. Because I'm like, I wrote it. It's probably right. And then, <laughs> and then I look at it like 20 minutes later, I'm like, what, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> What I do, and it's full of errors all the time. So. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, I would follow waves though. I'm okay. All right, I gotta look up these Lima flights live. Maybe I'll book my Lima flight live on the the podcast. That's the first, dear listeners. If you're still listening, mom. <laughs> but what do you mean by Exciting. if you're still listening, mom? Your mom's gonna be yeah right. If if anyone is still listening, it's Gregor's mom exactly. Yeah. Is Nicole, Nicole would be pissed if I booked this. But. Is uh, is Nicole going to Lima with you? Nicole's not going to Lima, but Nicole is coming to China with me. Um, we're actually doing kind of an interesting trip with China because, see, I'm not really going to Tianjin to recover weightlifting. Even though I guess you know, if there's something good and they'll they'll allow it and whatever, it, you know, it would be great if I could cover a little bit of it. So are you, are you going from the AO finals to Tianjin? Yeah, I'm actually leaving AO finals early. Okay. So I'll be there for like the first day and a half. And then um, you're going to Tianjin. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I'm really not, I'm not going primarily to cover. Um, in fact, if I get no photos or video, like, it'll be okay, it's fine. I'm really going... Both are we covering AO Finals? Uh, I don't know if I'm going yet. I, I certainly can go and cover it. So, if you want, yeah. 
I mean, is it uh, is it relevant content for ADG? There might be good lifting there because isn't it, Nat? You, this is like a last qualifier for Pan Ams, right? I think so, but you know, most of the people that are really relevant for Pan Ams, I believe, have already made the Pan Am teams. Okay, but like um, Richie and- has to go and I think lift there, right? <laughs> By the way, I just have to point something out because I just noticed it. So on the IWF website. Um, I'm looking at the calendar right now, and I noticed there's a little sponsors ad on the right side, and it's cycling through all the IWF sponsors. You know, the usual. Yeah. But on, yeah. on the Rogue thing, it really yeah. says Bubbit second tier supplier. I just saw that. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. I literally um, I just saw that. Supplier, but you're second tier because, you know, work sounds way better than you. Second tier. And they're the only one that have that indicated. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's in like very poorly written font that's like kind of off center. Like the rogue is like this like nice, well respected logo, and and it's like it's literally someone wrote this in like Microsoft Paint, <laughs> like second tier supplier. That's amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's actually it. not centered. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah it's not it's... centered. It's like it's off to the right. Seriously. Wow. And it's like super like weak looking font like it's, it's like the lightest weight possible yeah, yeah exactly it's, it's literally a dash font it's literally like dash 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 <laughs> it's like a half tone font not, <laughs> not a line wow um anyway what were, what were we talking about before i interrupted you talking about the rogue logo Tianjin. Oh, Tianjin. or if anybody's well i guess we were saying if anybody's going to ao finals and then you're going to Tianjin. oh yeah um so in terms of Tianjin, I'm really going because uh, it's a really good opportunity for, for me to distribute products to teams. Um, and I realized that in Ningbo, when Greg, or not, Greg and I were there in, um, in April, I think we talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, we basically we lived in a warehouse. We, we basically were, like, I think I got, I don't remember the exact number of boxes, but I want to say it was five pretty sizable boxes that were just filled with things. Yeah, they um, were big enough that the uh, small women behind the counter at the reception desk uh, <laughs> didn't want to keep Yeah. Um, so we got, or I, no, not we, but I got five big boxes delivered to my hotel in Ningbo, straight from the factory. Um, and what's great about Tianjin is I'm going to do something similar. Like, I'm just going to send the stuff straight to the hotel, assuming the hotel will receive it, but I'm China, that's usually not a problem. So, um, I, you know, I'll basically just send stuff straight to the hotel. I will put stuff in my room, and I will essentially just like meet teams in the lobby and give them stuff. Um, and it should be it should be a great way to do it because if you think about it, I get to avoid the shipping costs of you know stuff going all the way from China to the U.S. and then I've got to pay to get a truck from the port to our warehouse and then i've got to pay uh you know in some cases i've got to pay duties on that stuff so in this case i'm completely you know like what's the point of me paying duties to the u.s on something that i'm just trying to you know give to someone from venezuela you know? yeah like so it's much better for me to just be like hey venezuelan team here's 10 pairs of of these and they they take it back in their luggage and it's up to them whether they declare it or not. I assume that no one declares something like that when it's a relatively small quantity, but 
um, you know, it's kind of, it's out of my hands because I didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like for me, I'm doing something that's perfectly legal, which is it's staying within China, which is great. So it's like, <laughs> and also the nice thing is, is that for me to bring stuff to a meet, I run out of space so fast because I have so much equipment and everything. And then yeah. by the time, even, even if I'm flying in business class, which in international cases is almost always the case, um, because I always book with points for those things. Even when I have a lot of uh, luggage space, it still runs out fast. Like I still can't bring what what people want, and it's so nice to like go, to be able to go to Tianjin. And really, I only need to show up with a small suitcase, and I will just have tons of stuff to to distribute to people. So that'll be pretty cool. Update I might or may may have not have uh, done a stupid decision, but I've followed Google Maps instead of Waze because supposedly that's 20 minutes um, faster. Um, really? I'm guessing I'm guessing Waze uh, tries to avoid some toll roads or something. Oh, you can have it in your settings on Waze to avoid toll roads. Maybe it did that because I did not change that. But Google Google Maps didn't say anything about that, so. We see. Right now I'm on Google Maps, and it says one hour, 20 minutes. So. Nat, who do you have? Do you have anyone else going to AO Finals for you? Yeah, I should have Ethan there. Okay. Um, I've talked about it with Ethan. I haven't actually booked his flight yet, but I really should do that soon. I did book my flight, so I'm, I booked my flight in the hotel and stuff, but um, why? Do you want to work for Hooker up there? No, no, no. I was just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I could, but I, don't, I honestly don't know if I'm going yet. Like, again, I, I can go. I uh, I just haven't booked anything or looked at anything. And I'm actually, I'm kind of curious to see. I kind of want to see the start list. Um, well, is, isn't the start list usually online? It's just, it's normally not very filled out at this point because a lot of people wait till the registration deadline. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's like, yeah, populating at the moment. I guess the other question, always, what's that? They always do like a like a live start list. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're going to China. Are you doing Rome or any of the other silver events? Um, I'm not doing Rome, but I think maybe Pablo. I'm, I'm hoping that Pablo can go to Rome. Um, Wait, I thought you'd, you'd go to Rome and we all podcast. Yeah, that was, that's the plan. Well, I did agree to go. What the fuck, man? If, if, if I could get the direct flight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For the low miles, that was what I agreed on. Oh, got it. Um, by the way, I'm looking at the Lima flight, and I don't think I'm. Uh, yeah, this is not going to work. <laughs> just so because they, they they want so many miles for it that it's just not worth it. Like I'm, it's just not worth. Um, and it's not even it's not even the non-stop like the non-stop just doesn't have redemptions at all um so i'm just yeah i think i'm gonna skip skip that meet um so in terms of rome it really comes down to the the flight like if i could go direct for low miles then then yeah like then it's almost easy especially if i could go direct from philly that would be crazy yeah yeah I could look this up live on the live on the podcast. So we almost had a live booking of Peru. We did not get a live. Oh, booking of Peru. first of all, 
I, 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 I had an I had an alert set up for the Peru thing, so I think I would have known if the space became available. But okay. I, every once in a while, I don't really trust the alerts. I just double check it, make sure that um, that it, it actually isn't there. But let me see what we got for. Um, I could try the Rome thing, even though I, I really doubt it. Like, it's that, a pretty popular place, even in even in the winter. It's tough to get the, that direct um, redemption. But I think Pablo will go. Pablo should go to European youth as well in Israel in December. And I gotta say that I'm really glad that I upgraded Pablo's equipment this year because his stuff is looking really good. Um, yeah, the stuff that's coming out of the, uh, the Z cam, right? Yeah, the Z cam. Well, I also upgraded his lens. I get I got him the Sigma fifty to one hundred. Um, and and I mean, put it this way, I've spent a fair amount of money on this. Like, just just the equipment that Pablo has right now is is worth I would say like on my spreadsheet I have it down as 12 grand so wow um, you know he has a fairly substantial pile of, of equipment and he's really only covering for sure two meets a year he's doing euro juniors under 23s and he's doing euro youth um, you know slash under 15s uh, so it's pretty um it's a pretty substantial investment for two meets a year, but it's just, it's, it's way too much strain for me to go to all these meets, you know, and, and it's also much cheaper tickets to get him there. So I'm so. looking at the start list right now. And again, this is so far, like this is the registration period is still open, I think for another week or so. Um, Meredith Allwine will be lifting. Uh, she'll be going as a 71. Maddie Rogers, I guess she has to lift, so she's going as a 76. And that, on the women's side, that seems to be it for some of our top athletes. They really make it tough to find this list. Like, it took me, like, three or four minutes just to Dude. find this. And I'm on the USAW website all the time. Dude, I, you know how I did it? Because same thing. I basically was like, the easiest way to find this is if I just pretend I have to register. Because, yeah. like, looking for anything else did not bring it to me. So, you know, we shouldn't single out the IWF for, like, extraordinary incompetence when it comes to usability and uh, uh, friendly websites. Well, to be fair to USAW, they're probably not, like, their, their goal is probably not to make the, the you know, the entry list as easy to find as possible. I mean, like, I, you know, if they're trying to promote it, then, then yeah, but I don't think yeah. they are. You know, I'm looking at this list, though, and, um, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, I know a lot of these athletes would probably love to be on ATG, but the idea of, um, looking at the current list, the idea of sending Vafa there <laughs> to cover this for ATG is a straight up bad idea. Yeah. Okay. Um, like, I could tell you that it's just not a good idea because... The number of, like, you know, if you had ATG USA, it would be a different story. Right. Um, because then, then you know, people who are on here who are very good athletes, like, as an example, um, the second highest entry total for 71 females is Erin um, Andy. Yeah. 
you know, she's a good lifter. She's yeah. been on multiple world teams. But and I'm, I'm I'm friends with her. Like I literally went and like visited her. Like my girlfriend and I went to Columbia and visited her and Carlos in January. Like just just straight up. There's no way you're ever going to put an Aaron Andika video on ATG Insta. So, um, and that's not because she's not good. She's just not at that level of yeah. what you expect for ATG Insta. She's she's obviously very good, but um, yeah. And I, I mean the the, the entry list might change, but right now it's basically like people who are current international athletes. And again, a lot of these top athletes are really good. Andika is one of them, right? There are lots of others. But Maddie Rogers, Meredith Allwine, uh, and uh, who else would be in that category? Who is... Do I not know who Trevor Kuki is from Ailey Athletics? I, I know who he is. He's he's good. Um, I've put he's got a 360 book. total going into the 96s. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a little uh, aggressive for him. I don't think he'll, he'll hit that, but... It's an Armenian um, total. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's good. Um, I've put him on um, Hooker of USA multiple times. I've uh-huh. And so, like, I'm not saying that the AO finals is going to be a bad meet. Because, first of all, I think that there's going to be a lot of last-minute registrations. And, yeah. And stuff like that. But I don't think it's going to be worth it to send Bafa there for ATG Insta. Just because, and, and like I said, unless you're planning on launching ATG Insta USA or something. Like, there's just no... There's no value here, even if you you get like um, you know three or four videos out of it. That's just retarded to send someone you know to uh, all the way to Salt Lake and like hotel and flight and food and all this stuff, like and rental cars and Ubers and every. I mean, you're you're literally looking at like for me for me to go to a U.S. meet, I would say averages a thousand dollars if if it's just me. And I'm talking like all the, you know, airport parking, like all those yeah. things add up. Uh, and a thousand dollars out of the ATG budget for four videos for ATG Insta seems stupid. Yeah, I might, yeah. I might go just regardless. I have a friend lifting in one of the sessions, uh, and another friend is going to coach. Um, but I don't know. I mean, like you said, it is like literally just going for you know, it'd be like a thousand dollars just to go. And I wasn't planning on doing any, like, commentating or anything. Uh, I mean, if USAW or whatever wanted to, like, pay for my flight or hotel or something, that's different. But it, uh, it's, yeah, it's open. I'll let you know, Greg, if I do end up deciding to go. But Well, the, the one way that you might be able to make it work financially is you could tell USAW, hey, I want to comment any session but, like, these three that would have people for you for ATG. Yeah. And then you could comment a whole bunch of sessions and then the three that you want to get like the video of the top person, you could go get those videos and then it might be worth it where um where like you could make it work for for ATG if like you're like okay, well ATG's going to cover like like okay, the guys rides right in the airport parking, but ATG's not going to cover like the hotel and the flight or whatever. Or yeah. So are you still there, Greg? I hear him saying so. Um, oh. You're dropping in and out. I'm hearing the border right now. Okay. It's right in front of me. So if I'm dropping out, um, it's nice talking to you. I should probably go anyway because I think I actually need to post something for ATG and do a little uh, actual work instead of podcasting. 
this is actual work. So, <laughs> this is, I guess, is this anyone, is technically work. <laughs> is anyone going to go to the African Championships next April? I would go. I would 100% go. Well, let me look at the dates, actually. Uh, African Championships 2020. Are you going? I am not. April uh, in April 13th to 20th. Yeah, I would 100% go just because it would be a cool trip and probably because nobody, I mean, I don't know what, you know, what, You'll get out of it, but nobody else is going to be there, I'm assuming. I'm trying to figure out where it actually is, because it says... I, I can't pronounce anything in French, but it has the name... It has the a Gold French Coast, name. yeah. Wait, wait, what? No, not Gold Coast. What are you talking about? Cote d'Or. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. But then it says MRI, which I think is Mauritius, right? Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Hold on, I think I found it. That's a Swiss border right now? Oh yeah, it's, oh my god, it's like way the, it's like all the way out in like Mauritius. That looks like a pain in the ass to get to. This is, it's literally like a small island, like, <laughs> like maybe several hours flight east of Madagascar. Oh my god, it's worse than Fiji. Yeah. Ooh, what oh, am I god. doing? How Why do people even not... get there? They, they, there must be like flights from. I would guess there's flights from, uh, from like Addis Ababa or something like that, um, or may, maybe there's even flights from Paris because of the French connection. I mean, but the biggest connection would definitely be Ethiopian. Coming to you from Switzerland. Nice. First, How is it? Can uh, you understand the road signs? Ah, uh, dude, I have no idea. It looks so different. Am I on the right side? Do they drive on the right side here? Oh, <laughs> it's good that Greg figured these things out before uh, going. Sounds yeah. like Nat just cracked open a Diet Coke. I did. Actually, I also have um, Uber Eats arriving in a few, uh, let's see, six minutes. Is it from Ponzio's? No, it's from IHOP. <laughs> Wow, that is... I'm just looking at the map right now. That is out there. That really is out there. Who do they expect to show up? Certainly not photographers. <laughs> yeah. Like, are athletes going to show up, I'm wondering? Probably the Mauritius ones. <laughs> it's going to be the Mauritian National Championships and the African Championships in one. Yeah. I mean, the that... thing is, for, for, for someone from Africa... You, and you're a senior lifter, and you want to go to the Olympics. You kind of gotta go because it's a gold meet, you know. Like yeah. if, if you're if you're within range of the points needed, then you really have to go. Like yeah, or you want to be the continental best. It's like basically, I, I, whatever path you're going, you're right. You you more or less have to go essentially. Yeah. So the problem is that's crazy. That actually, that I'm looking at the schedule. Like some of these meets, I'm just surprised by. Like, how is the Manuel Suarez one in Colombia or in Cuba a um, a silver meet? Also, the the meet in in Malta is also a silver. Meet. <laughs> this, so I think we can just agree that the ranking of meets, despite having some criteria, makes no sense. Like there 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 clearly must be some internal criteria um, that we don't know about, but otherwise it's like a, an absolute disaster in terms of yeah, something like I can see why the 
let's see. Why? I can't see why any of this would be silver. West Asian Championships, I guess, as silver makes sense, maybe. None of this makes sense. I'm just going to say that right now. What about East Asian Championships? (laughs) Also silver. silver. None of this makes a lot of sense, to be honest. I don't know how these rankings are actually. Why is IWF Congress not a silver? Is it? I'm looking right now. It's not a silver. IWF Congress is a purple. Oh, so that doesn't count for anything, interestingly. Yeah, so IW, if you go attend Congress, you don't get any points. You can go to the executive board meeting. So I guess Ion is not going to the Olympics, is what No, that, Ion uh, doesn't have any points. Antonio Urso, Ion, all these people are just... Piros Dimas, just not... Ursula Garza, just not in the running for it. Maxim Agapitov is going to the WhatsApp Olympics. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, Let's see. Oh, Olympic Games isn't even a gold meet? <laughs> what? That's terrible. <laughs> how does that even work? Olympic Games should definitely get beat bronze. But I'm looking at where, like, what it would cost to go to Mauritius. Mauritius Island, Mauritius, in April, just out of curiosity. By the way, um, this, is, this is another whole topic, but um, I was talking... The other day with one kilo, aka Jen, um, and she said that she actually got turned down. Yeah. For for an AO. <laughs> yes. Media pass. Yes. Which I was like, people get turned down for that, a USAW that, media pass. That's exactly what I said. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and she said it had something to do maybe with lifting life. Um, so maybe. Maybe USAW is clamping down a bit on the kind of like all the extra photographers. Um, yeah, I don't know. She said the same thing to me because I was asking if she was going to the AO and she was like, I got rejected, which I almost, I like read the text. And I was like, did I misunderstand? Did she misunderstand what I meant? Yeah. Because uh, we were talking about Rome and the AO finals, but she said, yeah, she thinks maybe it has to do with like they want to. Uh, basically because Lifting Life has, I guess, they're they a sponsor or a media sponsor or something. Like I'm not sure, but I wonder if I wonder if that means that Hook Grip is either going to have trouble in the future, or I wonder if maybe USAW looks at it as if we're grandfathered in because we were around before Lifting yeah. Life. I don't know. I'm I've really no idea, but. Yeah, well, that makes me wonder, too, when you were talking about, oh, is ATG going to you know, do the AO Finals? I did have a moment of, like, I wonder if they would even allow ATG at the... Because like, ATG has never been at an American meet. I mean, they know ATG, right. obviously, from world meets, but maybe ATG wouldn't even get a media pass. I have no idea. You know, I don't apply for... USAW media passes anymore because when I when I go like I'm I'm just on some sort of permanent list where what what they normally do is they normally print one that has my name and then they print one that just says hooker without any name and I think that's just on like some sort of permanent list and what I'm wondering now is like should I double check to make sure that we're still good to go for AO finals because I haven't booked Ethan yet so, I mean, then again, I actually think that athletes would be a little bit upset if we said, hey, uh, we're not covering USA weightlifting meets anymore because we're not allowed to because <laughs> I think they'd be it really is upset. a good chance for them to yeah. get some exposure, whether on Hook Rip or Hook Rip USA. You know, 
granted, I've been less active on Hook Grip USA over the past, like, um, maybe like six months, but, you know, over the, over the course of time, by far the most videos that you'll see or the most popular USA videos that you'll see are definitely on Hook Grip accounts. Yeah. But, you know, my, um, my food is literally, she's right around the corner. So if you guys are, are you guys going to hang up or are you going to stay on for the next two or three minutes? Greg's gone. <laughs> oh, is Greg gone? <laughs> Greg, Greg, like he was like breaking up kind of, I think we were breaking up. And so he was like, all right, I'm going to sign up. So I'm going to go too, because I need to eat something and uh, put something on ATG Insta in a few minutes. So yeah, I'm just going to close this out and now I got to bring this into the like audition and see how the audio actually sounds. All right. So I will talk to you later. All right. Later.